0: This is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt.
1: Friends, we've been having a great time talking with Justin Folk. He's the director of the hit film, What is a Woman? Probably, I mean, right up there with Top Gun is one of my favorite movies this summer, and you got to go to Daily Wire and watch it. Uh, Our friends at Daily Wire have been great people to work with, with the Western Conservative Summit. Ben Shapiro is a fellow at the Centennial Institute. I've known Ben since he was coming up. In fact, he spoke at the 2016 Western Conservative Summit and went after Sarah Palin and Donald Trump, who were also guests at the 16th Summit. Uh, And that's a whole story in itself. And uh, but uh, Ben's been a part of the work we've been doing. Matt's been a part of the work we've been doing. Kansas. Owen spoke at the Western conservative summit one year. Uh, she was great as well. So we've had this great relationship and connection, and I'm just truly honored to have the director of the film. What is a woman? Justin folk with us. He's a Coloradan. And so my question to you now is what is something in that movie that uh, you experienced? That's a kind of a story that we didn't get to be a part of. What, what's a little behind the scenes information about the making of that film
0: well there was just so many surprises along the way and um we we essentially had um we had our people that we knew were pushing this agenda this gender ideology we knew we wanted to talk to them but we also kind of had our friendlies too that we wanted to talk to and and those people are really great because they they provide just the 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 really good a solid fact-based scientific uh basis for for what we're trying to talk about um, but one of the people that <laughs> was probably, I, I guess this is kind of a more of an amusing story was one of the, the, the most entertaining interviews we did was with a guy named Don Sucker, hmm. who is up in Washington and he owns the star Wars, yes. Yes. star Wars memorabilia. Star. And we didn't quite know to, to expect with Don, <laughs> Don got a, got into a, a social media dust up with a, his local city council, uh, uh, leader who was a man who then became identified as a woman and was demanding that everybody call uh, call him a woman. And, and he came and, and Don had this funny sign in this store. I don't know if it's appropriate for radio, but you know, uh, chicks don't have fill, fill in the blank. <laughs> yeah. And this guy confronted him and it, and it blew up all of our social media. So we knew we had to get up there and talk to this guy, but we didn't quite know what to expect with Don. We just knew he'd be this kind of cantankerous sort of guy. And when we get there, Um, all we get all the way to Washington. We get there, and the guy's about to like keel over, and and he's like visibly sick, like Mm. he's coughing and hacking, and this is kind of like the 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 height of COVID, you know, and and so I stood out in the parking lot with Matt Walsh, and I'm like, okay, what do what do we do here? Like, we came all the way to talk to this guy. Uh, do we do we try to talk to him outside? And 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 Matt's just like, no, let's just let's just go in there and talk to him, you know, like. And so we we sat down and. We talked to him, and and sure enough, we find out later the guy had full blown COVID. Just oh, really? Full blown. <laughs> he could barely, you know. Um, but we walked out of that that interview, and it was such a. If you watch in the movie, there's only part of it there, but like the whole thing was just insanely entertaining the whole way through. Like where we, when we were there making it, we were ourselves entertained the whole time and kind of on the inside just cracking up. And when we walked out, the first thing I said to Matt Walsh was, well, that was worth getting COVID over, right? (laughs) (laughs) It was just such a crazy, crazy experience with Don. But, uh, you know, the the coolest part of this film was getting traveling all over the country and all over the world and asking this question. And the thing that um, I think that people don't really realize when we got out there was we asked this question to so many people Mm -hmm. on the street. And very few people, either could answer it or were willing to answer it.
1: Well, you have a Supreme Court justice that can't even answer the
0: question. That's right. And but even people on the street, right? Now, so the Supreme Court, she's at a hearing, and there's a lot of political (laughs) ramifications involved. But even the person that we're talking to in Times Square or Nashville or uh, San Francisco, people were are so afraid to just simply answer the question. Mm. There were a few. There were a few. But that's what struck us. And I think that's what we didn't have time for in the movie was to show all the people that could not answer this question because either they, they were confused themselves or they were just simply unwilling to answer because they were scared. We had a couple of people say, No, I don't want to answer that question because
1: I, I don't I don't want to deal with the ramifications. I love how the movie ends, right? So you go to Jordan Peterson. We love Jordan. We'd love to get Jordan to the summit sometime. He's pretty expensive. But you get Jordan Peterson, who's excellent, brilliant thinker. And he just goes, well, why don't you ask your wife? Yeah. And so he goes home, and Matt has a beautiful family, lovely family, and uh, I love the way you finish it, right? They're in the kitchen, and he helps his wife undo the pickle jar and all that cool Spoiler stuff. Spoiler alert, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she goes, and she just answers it. Yeah. Super yeah. simple. And so you wrap up the film so well. You take people on a journey. It's this hilarious journey. You've got absolute nuttiness taking place you have these hilarious encounters and then you you finish with jordan peterson who we all adore and then you, you end up in the family at the end which is what we're all trying to do right we yeah. want we want healthy families for this country we're not in the business of trying to bully anybody we're not trying to intimidate anybody and that is another component i liked about the film is this isn't about attacking the transgender community these are people with uh with gender dysphoria that's a serious issue But you you end up where we want to end up, which is healthy families, kids growing up, and a mom and a dad, and they're they're sitting around the dinner table, and she just answers so brilliantly at the end. So, well, I mean, how, how did you come as the director to want to wrap that up? Well, we were trying to figure out
0: how we'd end this thing. And and ultimately, we, we knew we wanted to end it with a smile, with a joke, you know, after all of this. I mean, because there's parts of the film that are very heavy. That's right. And we needed people to kind of, you know, the, when those credits roll, to at least have a feeling of like a little bit of hope, but also kind of a smile of like, okay, we can do this. We can fight this. And uh, and let's also have a laugh about it along the way. And uh, the, the end didn't come until towards the end of our, you know, when we were doing our editing and uh, uh, Dallas Sanye, who's involved as a producer... Uh, uh I think him and Matt maybe had the original idea of like well let 's let's let 's bring in uh matt 's wife here and then and that became the joke, which was Matt goes all around the world and he can 't <laughs> find the answer, but then he finds it right in his kitchen and <laughs> so the movie the movie should have been five minutes long really um, and so that became the joke and and fortunately they 're both pretty good actors um and alyssa uh matt 's wife is just a gem; she is yep. just an absolute gem she's hilarious she's she's smart and uh so she was definitely up for the up for the task and so it was fun to film you know um they get to be kind of their make-believe husband and wife and but in real life too and um and so it just it just felt right that ending felt right i had a different ending originally that actually kind of was a little bit more self-deprecating for matt where mm. where um i guess I like, I can kind of give it away now, but he was gonna we were gonna have his daughter kind of dress him up and have tea time <laughs> uh, but it just didn't play the same way you know yeah. and and Matt was very 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 reluctant about showing himself dressed up like a, an old lady you know with a pearl <laughs> necklace and hat and stuff like that so we we ditched that one and we we ended up on this one which was much more satisfying so
1: So we did a film a few years ago when we couldn't do the Western Conservative Summit in person. We did America, America, God shed his grace on thee with Nick Searcy. And uh, Nick was great. And you need an anchor like a Nick Searcy or a Matt Walsh to guide the film. Otherwise, it just becomes really boring and just kind of talking heads and um, and a, a bit too academic. And you need to have an entertainment function to it and nick was great to work with and we took him all around and the wild thing about when we were filming that was right in the middle of the covid stuff and so you could still fly on airplanes but everything was shut down so we almost had like we we had access to all of the washington dc monuments with nobody mm. there wow um and uh, nick is talking with bo snurdly at the wa- at the jefferson monument about freedom and liberty and the kind of founding principles of this nation and the whole goal of the film was to get to the idea that Christianity was essential to the formation of this nation. Yes, we may not be a Christian nation uh, on paper uh, declared like England is, where the queen's the head of the Church of England, but Christianity was absolutely essential to the formation of this nation. That was kind of our documentary, and we were on uh, Salem Now as well, as along with—is uh, What is a Woman Only on Daily Wire, is it also on Salem Now? It's only on Daily Wire. Only on Daily yeah. Wire, but your other film— no Safe Spaces w- was a project, right? With Salem or with Dennis Prager and, and Adam Carolla? Salem helped distribute it. Helped it wasn't originally a Salem, Salem project,
0: but they came in as a distributor and, and, a, and a great partner, a good promotional partner. And obviously it's Dennis's world, is his audience, so it only made sense to to really uh, promote the film to, to the Salem audience. And Salem was just wonderful along the way. It actually, was some of our best um, uh, promotion for the film was through Salem with the radio stations around the country and doing events, doing screenings. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Got to travel. Got to meet a lot of people. And uh, all the all the local stations were extremely helpful. For
1: so we've got about a minute, minute 30. Give us a quick overview of what the movie No Safe Spaces was about because you were director of that as well.
0: Right. So No Safe Spaces really deals with the issue of freedom of speech. And do we still value it here in our country? Uh, it also takes on things like identity politics and the things that are attacking that freedom of speech, sort of the, the political movements that are trying to shut speech down and why. Um, and then we have a kind of a, a, a buddy movie here with, uh, Adam Carolla mm. and Dennis Prager who people don't really realize those guys are, those guys are very tight, even though they're completely different people. Um, they, they love being with each other. And mm. so we knew that we could just get them out and, and, get them out there around the country and we could tell this story. And so at the time, all this attack on speech was starting to really flare up. Mm -hmm. Um, It was uh, fortuitous in in the sense of making a movie. I mean, it's bad news for America, but it was, we were out there telling the story about how speech is being shut down. And, and ultimately our thesis was what starts on campus. So going back to the academia thing does not stay on campus. And so uh, people would kind of disregard the things that happened at Berkeley and these other schools all oh, a bunch of crazy college kids nothing to worry about but no this was coming to big tech now that we've now we've seen that and in, in in some ways we didn't realize it but the movie was fairly prophetic with what we were trying to say and and I was listening to these experts like Jordan Peterson and mm-hmm. um, and uh, Brett Weinstein and what they're saying like made sense to me but I'm like wow is this, is this really gonna happen or, or what they saying is, is it really true and then not only was it true but it happened within like six months after the film right. came out, right so I, I think it's a very important film I think uh, the most alarming thing is how many people in our country are willing to jettison freedom of speech because mm-hmm. they don't realize that it can come for them later.
1: we're talking with Justin folk he's the director of two really great films no safe spaces and what is a woman I highly recommend you go check out What is a Woman? It's available on The Daily Wire. We're going to continue this conversation. I'm going to ask him next about how conservatives can shape culture. When we come back, you're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute.